<laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. Um, we are here. To my right, left is our always guest but family member, Ephraim Terrell. And right below us is Pastor Brian McCory. All my podcast listeners, thank you for rocking and hanging with us as always. Um, and if you're watching on replay, make sure you share. Sharing is caring. And tag someone that can be part of this conversation all right so hang tight hold on we're gonna kick the show off because we got quite a bit to discuss and you know how we like to dig into things all right take it i didn't want to catch good that morning good morning good morning, morning. 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 welcome to another good morning good morning good morning good morning That down. All right. Let's see. Boom, boom. Copy the inch. I get everything else right. I just always forget to put the subject up. All right. Bam. 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 All right. Today we're talking about can you separate policy from the politician slash party? Can you separate policy from the politician slash party? So in, in terms of kind of direction we're going and it, it should be pretty clear just you know can you look past the personalities <laughs> of a politician or some of the agendas of a party if they have policies that you strongly agree with you know what about um, sorry oh no you're good I comment. Good morning, Mama. Right here. Gotta speak to Mama. Gotta speak to your Mama. Right there. Like no matter what comes, whenever she comes in, middle yeah. like, hey, Mama. Like, like, like I'm saying, did, did we sleep together last night? No. <laughs> good morning. That's good home training. <laughs> right here. Yo, yo, that is the classic line right there. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> oh man. Oh. Um, so yeah, so can you can you look past you know their 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 character, um, who they are, and like I said, with the party, their agendas and things like that, and if they have, and like I think I mentioned yesterday, let's just say reparations was one of the things that you want to get past, and they are totally for it, but who they are kind of sucks. What's up, Lisa? Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. You you know like. Mm-hmm. At, at, for, for me, mm-hmm. the, the struggle with it is this. At, at some point, and we talk, there's many different races and votes, even in the church. I mean, this, this, is, this is a broad thing. But at some point, you're going to run across two candidates that you're going to disagree with on something. Right. Right. Like, right. like the president is the biggest example. The president right. of the United States is the biggest example because we have, I don't know, three something plus million, 300 something plus million people in America. And right. we're trying to vote for one person that's supposed right. to represent we the people, the, the Democratic Republic. Like, like it's just like it's going to be tough because I'm going to disagree with him on at least 10 issues. <laughs> right. But but early on, my question is, what's the alternative? Not vote. So what I'm saying is. 
it's very hard to separate the person from the politics. And I think, I think I'm telling you, I think our current president is an extreme case that you just break party rank, that you just look at the person. I, because I think he takes it outside of politics. So you have to live outside of politics when you're making your decision. Um, and, I, and and once again, there's a many Americans, at least 74 million of them uh, voted for Trump. Right. So somebody don't like Biden. But I have I still have to say and, and Pastor touched on this so many times about the power uh, that comes with elections. And, uh, you know, we, that's how we really bring about change. So. I want to say, yeah, no, you just stick to it. If you don't like the person, you don't like how they breathe, walk, talk, or, you know, right. they, you know, leave it. But at some point, that's going to be challenged because what's the alternative? Not to vote, not to let your voice be heard, not to pick the closest to your interests, you know. So, so right. I would love to separate it, but I just, I think at some point, we're going to be called to the carpet on it eventually. Now, you can get away with it maybe locally. This, I mean, uh, a thousand people run for mayor, you know, uh, you got city council. I mean, like you can really, I hate to say vote your conscious, man. You can, re- <laughs> you can really, you can really take a deep look at the person, you know, uh, but there's sometimes in some elections at some point, right. it's going to get down to two people <laughs> and you might not like either one. Um, and there's a case where it's uh, the lesser of two evils because I don't want to speak for everybody. But Joe wasn't the best candidate that we ever had. Right. Maybe, maybe you know, Joe wasn't the best. I, I think I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to what he's going to do. I'm just saying him just on his, his on his campaign. Right. I mean, right. take up that much time. I'm just saying. Nah, you good. <laughs> that, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. What about you, Pastor? How do you kind of feel or approach it um, to that manner? Well, I, you've heard me say it. And, and good morning, everyone. Appreciate yes. you all coming out. Happy Tuesday to everybody. Um, I, you know, brother E, you said, uh, you know, I, I, I do gr- agree with voting your conscience. I really, do. Um, it's, it's, and I said this yesterday. One of the reasons why I often hesitate to affiliate myself with a political party, right, is because of voting my conscience, right, mm-hmm. right. I don't yeah. vote party. I vote policy, and sometimes yeah. the way that I vote is on the liberal side sometimes right. it's on the conservative side depending on what it is right uh, but i also agree with you that at some point you have to make a choice uh you can't vote for the wrong person because they have one policy that you agree with you have to look right. at it you know holistically right. so, so I, I definitely understand the struggle my answer directly would be it's possible to separate policy from the politician or the party because it's clear that that's exactly what happened with Donald Trump, mm-hmm. yep. right? Who said, I'm not looking to the White House for my measurement of morality. Right. I'm right. looking to the White House to push my agenda. Right. And so yep. what those people did, and I would say that out of 75 million people, right. you probably have 50 million that voted like that, mm-hmm. that they ignored the behavior. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, but but I, I, it, it reminds me of um, Stephen Colby. Stephen Colby wrote the book, you know, the, the Seven Habits, right? Right. right. And and in in one of his books was Living the Seven Habits. Right. And in Living the Seven Habits, he talks about you know his the definition of proactive. Right. Right. And the challenge with 
or, or the lack in the characteristics or the virtues of Donald Trump's leadership is, you know, when you consider what Stephen Covey said, he said part of being proactive is not just getting ahead of the game, anticipating things. It's about being responsible yes. and accountable for your right. decisions, right? right. Uh, and the impact of your decisions. You have to consider the present, uh, what came before you and what's to come, right? Or the outcome of a thing. And uh, the, the challenge, the, the reason why Trump has had such a hard time is that he gives no consideration to those factors right. at all. He's only concerned about him winning and losing. Right. And in this particular case, uh, there's no way that I can separate the policy from the politician because actions speak louder than words. Right. I hate right. We, there's right. an old adage. Right. I think one of the worst things you could say to your child as a parent is do as I say and not as I do. Right. right. Like how? <laughs> right. right. Um, OK, so with that being said, right, so. I mean, I, I, I think someone for Trump, you know, because of that policy, um, you know, and the, like what we discussed before, <laughs> past, you know, you vote if you want your taxes to be a certain way, you vote a certain way, you know. Um, but I thought also know that just like the whole Joe Biden and Trump thing, you know, we went for Joe because it's like this Trump thing just don't seem like it's working out. Just like some looked at uh, what <laughs> You know, got to give Trump props. He always come up with a name with Crooked Hillary. You know, he pushed that yeah. narrative so hard. It's like yeah. I rather give I rather give the immoral dude a shot than Crooked Hillary, who you know, yeah, her up. that or the emails and all the you know he had he had cast such a a, a shadow of doubt. So yeah. you know, sometimes you gotta you know, and I and I always take a step back. Always give props to campaigns like yo, y'all did a a marvelous job at shifting and making it just so questionable <laughs> that you're just like, like, like I was sure I wanted her, but you talk so much that I'm questioning this vote now, you know? So I yeah. always, listen, shout out to the campaign managers and runners that, that, that shape a narrative in order to, yep. to, <laughs> to get that message. I, I, I always thought it was crazy because they didn't have to, I'm like, nobody falling for that. You know, I mean, you look at some of these commercials, yes. but if you think yes. about it, you don't yeah. have to get everybody, man. No. Uh, what did what did what did Trump lose Georgia by? Ten thousand, eleven thousand votes. He was right. looking for. So it, 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 these small shifts, you right. know, that's that's why the people the whole mindset, oh my vote don't count. No, 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 no. This man didn't lose the state by that much. Right. So if they could just get twelve thousand people to, you know, you know, say lock her up, then maybe I can. You know what I mean? So it, it's, right. I think. Even including me, nobody took Trump serious from the start. They thought he was right. a big joke. He right. came in, and then when they said, "Okay, he's going to win," they enabled him big time, and right. he did exactly what we saw he would do. Now, I was surprised not to shift it that the violence happened to take place with the Capitol, or you know, <laughs> white on white crime, if you will. But I, I, this is what, especially if you go back and look at all the. Um, Brother of Legacy, everybody's been kind of building up to that. I don't want to use the word scared, but this is the stuff we kind of thought would happen. This is what happened when you talk like that. My wife watches a show, and uh, they got this big controversy, one of those reality shows, and, and there's a big controversy with one of the fights that happened or whatever. And it keeps amazing me that the girl is now in shock because uh, somebody actually fought her. And it just, it just baffles right. me that right. you can talk like that right. and think... 
think if you could talk like that and think that nobody because they what happened they got caught up in the reality show they got caught up in the this is what we do every season and you thought that you could talk to somebody else and they wouldn't put their hands on you and when they right. did she was in right. shock right and and right. and and as shocking as the capital attack was just to see how it played out him hyping them up him encouraging them his talk his rhetoric that's not surprising at all he's been doing it since he came down that elevator Right. So I just, I just escalated right. <laughs> the escalator ride, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, what up, real quick. Let me good? see what's up. What's up, Dwayne? Hold on before you start. Uh, Lisa in the building. Good morning. I didn't get my good morning shout outs. Put the comments up. Mimosa, thank you for rocking with us. Cole in the building. Oh, cold world. Ashton in the building. Great morning hey, to you. Fresh. Uh, Sam said, Oh, my face today. Good morning. Past Ephraim. Really? <laughs> Let's see, right? Like, like the Twisted T guy. Yeah. I see. Um, that's what made Trump electable to his fan base. I do mean fan base. He can be charismatic. Yes, right. Crooked Hillary. Yeah. Lion, Lion Ted. Sleepy Joe. Yes. <laughs> he called I'm, big, I'm big mad at Ted. <laughs> I don't know what to say to him. Right. He, he right. was throwing some zingers. Right. Dwayne right. tried to tell me about Ted Cruz, but I, I see it now, dude. <laughs> look, it, you've been I, told I, me, bro. I, I can never look at that man the same. <laughs> Just off principle. Right. Yeah. I tried right. to do it the Bible way, man. I tried to give him another chance, man. <laughs> man. Yeah. What what was it that did it for you? For for me? Yeah. When, when uh when 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 45 talked about his wife. Okay. I just <laughs> wanted to be sure. Okay. I got it. Um, yeah. it, it was like everything else was like political. Yeah, y'all playing y'all games. Hold right. on. You said, what about my who? <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Right. But that's just like that's just like AD saying on the day. It's it's a point where we're not talking about policy no more. Right. It, like, what's going on, man? <laughs> at, at, yeah, at some point, we're not talking policy, man. You legit stepped out of policy. You legit right. stepped out of the Constitution and went for my wife. And then you ain't stopped there. You start talking about my daddy, man. Right, like, right. Just, I, it's just like that was the starting you want point. Me to sign off and say, yeah, let's fight this uh, this crooked election. It's crazy, man. No, no, no. It no, not then. But he actually does. He actually backs him after all of this. He's all still, of this. He still he backs him like it's fresh. Like he ain't said nothing. He ain't did nothing. You know, yeah. like that, it's it's yeah, but and, I and, and I may be and I may be wrong, Pastor. I may be wrong, but I got I got suspended from school in the fifth grade because one of my classmates who we actually cool now, he said your mama fat. Oof. I don't <laughs> care what my mama said about that boy don't know me. He don't pay no bills here. I ain't care yeah. about none of that. You said, what about my mama? Right. <laughs> right. Set you off all the minute. What you want right. to say, Pat? Hey, Jay is in the building. Great What's morning. What's going you. on, y'all? Oh, what do you want Hello. to share real quick, Pastor? You said you about to say something. No, no, I'm good. I was just say I was I was gonna be funny. But I think, well, okay, let me say it. Say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> to to Ted Cruz, I think that. Uh, Ted Cruz honestly was thinking ahead okay. when he fell in line okay. with Donald Trump. You know, oftentimes, you know, to Dwayne's point, the reason why your mother said that to you, which is why my mother said it to me, <laughs> <is> <laughs> you, you have to go into a thing 
considering right. the outcome. Right. Yeah. Right. right? Uh, the, the, the most effective business decisions uh, are, or productive business decisions are you go in with the end result in mind. And I believe that Ted Cruz took a pause right. and said, I'll let her be ugly today right. <laughs> so that I can remain in office tomorrow because of the level of influence that Donald Trump had. You right. know, people often say, man, he must have some pictures of you or something, something. He has to have right. something on you for you to let him get away with that stuff. How is that even possible? Right. You know, and, and I think that's what happened with Donald Trump. We have to remember that Donald Trump, uh, amongst many other things, he is an absolute deal maker. Right. He's the person that takes you back in. A, remember Steve Harvey's face going in? And it's, it's coming out. <laughs> I will forever remember that face. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Like, what so, did I just walk in? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Right. I wasn't ready. <laughs> So, so I got a question for y'all. I got a question for y'all since you made that comment. Do, do, do you think that good old politics mm -hmm. has become similar to the rumors we hear about Hollywood? If you really want to do this, then, hey, I need you to come over here and take some of these pictures and watch this movie with this dude <laughs> over here in the back. You, you think politics is taking that turn? Man, I, so that's that's a good question. I, I think there are a couple different levels, though, because the politicians are all different. Right? right. So I think there are some people who go into politics for the right reason or at least the quote unquote right reason from their perspective. And they have a platform or an agenda. But what you realize really quickly, and I, I didn't appreciate this when I was until I started working with politicians. What you realize really quickly is. Uh, oftentimes, particularly if you represent a marginalized community, right. you aren't going to be able to just steamroll your plans through, you know, all these people saying no. You have to build coalition. And yeah. unfortunately, in order to get something, you have to give something. Right. Yeah. So I think it's about what are your principles? What are you willing to give? And, and what right. we're saying with Ted Cruz, you have to remember his come up was the Tea Party. And the yep. Tea Party, right. when it was right. relevant right. and when it was hot, he was right. the man. But when Trump came, the Tea Party right. went away. It's, it's Trump yeah. now. Right. And right. he Where was like, go? look, I got to get on the winning team if, I, <laughs> if I'm going to do this. And yeah. Trump was like, oh, I'm going to make you earn it. I'm going to talk about your wife. I'm going to talk about your mom. What's the conversation like at, at the house? What Miss Cruz say about that? I know yeah. you're trying to keep these lights right. on, but... He he was. This is the conversation at the house, right? right? Tell me, the conversation Tell is. Fly on the I'm wall. trying to be president in 2024, and these right. racist people love Trump, so I'm gonna be happy with Trump. And when right. I become president, you get to be first lady. Is right. that cool? <laughs> you know? And then you'll be, you'll be pretty then, <laughs> like, right? What and see, this is the thing. You you also got to remember too, like politicians are are the result of whatever their environment is. So right. you can imagine Ted Cruz ain't kicking it with black people. Like Ted Cruz right. isn't expecting. Yeah. Black people for anything. His people, right. his base are the people who like to act like they care about cons uh, conservative family values and right. evangelicals. He don't believe in none of that. But right. that's that's his base. So he has right. to cater to the base in right. order to get them to do stuff. And I think right. the thing that I do like about politics is people are typically really good about seeing through fakeness. So he's doing all this, you know, selling out and brown nosing to appease Trump. But right. I think the people who die hard support Trump aren't going to turn around in 2024 and go to a Ted Cruz. The same right. thing that's making him is the same thing that's going to break him because all it takes is for Donald Trump, once he gets his, his Twitter privileges back, 
Right. All it takes for him to be like, oh yeah, Ted Cruz, he's his wife's still ugly and I don't care about it. And yeah. that's it. It's yeah. all right. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 But I think he never middle. knows that now. That's why he was willing to settle. That's why he allowed his wife to be ugly for a, right. a season because he knew at that point, uh, one of two things can happen. Either I go all in against this guy right. or I humble myself so that I can survive later. Absolutely. Yeah. So she got to be ugly for eight years for a chance. <laughs> For a chance to be yeah. present, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> who that? Is that her? That's her. That's her. Oh, she's not no ugly lady, man. Why right. you can't? No, man? but that's but see, that's the thing, right? Um, it, it's not about her actually being ugly, right? It's about Trump throwing the dark, throwing the stone. Right. That's right. what it's right. about. it has nothing right. to do with who she is. It's got everything to do with who Trump is. Okay, why why did get you? Because listen, I love what you just said. You said, "Is that her?" Right. That's the yeah. point. You have lived for the last four years thinking she, she was a mud dog. Took his yeah. word, and you never yeah. even went to find out. Yeah, yeah. That's right. the power. Right. Like right. so, so why don't they mount up? Why did the option never come up? Let's just kick him out the party. Let him have his base. And let us keep the conservative, uh, the GOP people, and and just say we done with Trump. Late. It was too late. It they didn't see him coming. Yeah. Look, that, that's that's like you selling big meat when he was selling dope. That's like you selling big meat, um, fifty keys to get started, and then he, he becomes your only client now. Why? Why? Y'all, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Because like, even think, oh, even during the um the debate, they had said um. It, you know, and they, when they were all on stage, it was like, if you win the nomination, do you promise to roll with the Republicans? This is all directed at him, but they had to make it a broad conversation. Like everybody on the stage, you know, if you become the nominee, will you run with the Republican, you know, party? You know, like they literally had to make him declare that because he wasn't at the time. He really he was, but he wasn't, you know, yeah. so they made him declare it in public that he would be, you know. <laughs> So let me let me tell you kind of how this thing breaks down, right? So typically when somebody is trying to run for office, they have to win their party's ticket unless you're right. independently wealthy, right? Mm -hmm. Just right. so happens that Donald Trump was born in the wealth. Like he's right. already wealthy. Right. So he right. don't need your money, right? right? Right. And the whole thing about it is Donald Trump is the master of PR. Right. So you know, right. they knew yeah, that if he right. says, Oh, I'm not running Republican, it's not that. They gonna like he gonna have to do something to get back in good graces. Is that they're right. gonna lose their base to right. him, right? right? So you saw at the Republican um, National Convention when they were initially doing their debates, no Republican liked Donald Trump. He right. was calling uh, Carly Fiorina all kinds of ugly. Yeah. Him and Chris Christie was going yeah. at it. Oh, Nobody yeah. liked Trump. Back, back he then, they said he had no chance of winning. Right? right. No yeah. chance of winning. Right. Yeah. And and what Trump did was he invested in his branding and his PR. And he was like, I'm going to come to your meeting. I'm going to say what I want to say about all of y'all. I'm not going to have not one policy ready for anything. Nope. And we're just going to see how far this goes. And the yeah. problem is usually a, a political party controls you with that that purse, the car. Yes. If, yep. if, if you need our money, you're going to do what we say. Right. right. But when, when they can't control you with the money, then the issue is, well, do you still get 24 hour news coverage? Well, right. Trump got 24 hour news coverage. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. What can you do at that point? They were like, Look, it's better for us to try to see if we can forge a path with him right. and merge with him as opposed to going against him. Right. And I think that's the undoing of 
the Republican Party altogether. Right, like yeah. somebody came along that was too big for you to bully. Right, so yeah. at this point, he does what he wants. And now what they're doing, even now, this man has openly declared an insurrection on the United States government. And people right. still like, eh. <laughs> you know, uh, every every Republican that I've seen on a uh, on on a CNN or show, they keep asking them at the end, "Will you still vote for him?" Like, uh, well, I've been a lifetime Republican. I think I'm still the the Secretary of State still right. says he's going to vote for Trump. Like, right. I, I just don't get the loyalty. They didn't say, "Would you vote Republican again?" They said, right. "Would you vote Trump. for Trump?" And they were like, "Yeah." But I I, I think you. And, and we talked about this a little bit. You, you have right. to realize it's it's not it's not a vote for what we gain. It's a vote for what we fear losing. Right. That makes sense. Right. They don't it. feel like they they don't feel like they can gain right. anything with Donald Trump. Right. But if mm -hmm. they don't stick with him, there's something that they will lose, right. and what they lose is leverage. Right, give them leverage. You, right. you can't ignore 75 million people. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And, and right. there's no guarantee that Trump goes away and never shows up again. Right. If, if so you we can get him on his charges, if we can get him on these charges, he can't run again with some charge. So I guess right. maybe that's why they push it. But, but that's how about how about the Republicans just say, let's just start over scratch, man. Let's go independent. Forget those 74 million people. Let's take our 30 million and just try something else. Okay. Like Uncharted he cannot be the cannot be the only option. He, he but, but, but Trump is an anomaly, not not the um he's yeah. not the norm. He's an anomaly, right. not the norm. Right. So they can't yeah. bank on that. But right. but to your point, Terrell, something you said earlier, it's not the fact that CNN um still saying or reporting the support for Trump. My problem is TBN and their support for Trump. That's my problem. But yeah. hey. I still didn't get that from the get go. I did not. I didn't know I was gonna lose Jensen Franklin. I like Jensen Franklin. I didn't know we were gonna fall out. Paula White, Paula White was accepted by black women everywhere getting fresh manicures, and now she threw. I Kenneth, did not Kenneth, know. Kenneth Copeland was my boy. Yeah, man. See, and, that, and I think I think you know, some the, really good white people in the, world, the problem. Man. The problem is with and like you're saying, the Republican trying to separate themselves from Trump is the fact that the louder mouths. Are following Trump, yeah. You know the ones that the Rush Limbaugh, the Sean Hannity. You know these yep. dudes are are pro Trump so yep. much so that you know if the Republicans break off, yeah, they might get some million, but they lose the loudmouths, and then yep. they got the loudmouths talking against them as well. They're gonna dedicate their show half an hour to the Democrats, and then the other half is to the Republican attacking them. You know, so they can't they can't really afford to just break because Trump has the loudmouths. You know, he has the media. Especially, he lost his. He lost all the Twitter and all that. So now he's a commodity. <laughs> like, yeah. He's a commodity. Now he could just show up on shows now. Like, yeah, come on, Trump. So you they, can say they, they say he's going. You're know. going for his own network. Possibly, yeah, it, it, it will. It will happen. Fox. Possibly, event eventually, because they yeah, because they're turning against Fox now as well. Because Fox keeps reporting yeah. the truth, so well, they don't see, like that. See, here, here's the thing about the network business. You saw what happened to Bill when he tried to get one, didn't you? Right. right. I don't think that's a battle. I don't think that's a battle. Um, forty-five want to fight because listen. The, first the, of the all, NFL, the NFL, don't kept him out. Wait, hold on. Remember this. Remember this. Uh, when when Bill tried to go for the network, they knew the power of influence that he had. Mm -hmm. 
And like they said about Malcolm X, there's too much power for a black man. Right. It's way right? too much power. They did not say that about Oprah Winfrey. Right. Because she's a woman. That's the way they view it. They're not afraid of Oprah Winfrey. Exactly. Right. And right. they will not say that about Donald Trump. I, I think they'll say it only because I look at the you NFL. Think you don't think they're scared of Trump? Say it again. You don't think they're scared of Trump? The networks? I yeah. think they are. You you think the I, I think, network, you think the television networks are afraid of Donald Trump? Owning, yeah, I think they are owning. Yeah. He'll take Sean Hannity. Fox, Fox is the number one news network. He'll but, take but, he'll but, take but, half but. their staff, and people will follow him. Trump has been great for ratings. CNN is yeah, but Fox, but Fox as a network doesn't have the power to prevent Trump from coming in. So so you you don't think they're scared of Trump because you don't think. They see him as a legit threat. No, what, again, I'm, I'm going back to you have to recognize what the message is about Donald Trump. The okay. message from the left is that he's destroying America. Right, right, right. The message right. from the right is don't okay. blame him for what these people are doing. Right. I got you. I got you. You understand? Right. So if 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 you have 75 million people who know his character, know who he is, but still vote for him. Right. Right? That's true too. Mark and Trump is cool. Yeah, I'm saying I'm right. saying who's going to tell who's going to say we they're saying we don't want Trump as president. Please right. understand the Republican Party is not saying we don't want him as president. The Republican Party, most of them are saying don't impeach him because you're going to create more division. Right. Right. Just let him go away right. quietly. They want right. him to go away quietly because they know that he's not going away. Right. He'll never be quiet again. Right. Yeah. But what but when you say like the impeaching would keep him out of 2024 and allow the Republican Party to put, you know, get their ducks back in order and put who yeah. they plan on putting up there. That's from what they the should start. do. They don't like him either. Yeah, but yes, I, I don't think about this with the Repub with the Republican Party. Right. As jacked up as things are for the Republican Party, where did they go from here? Where did they go right. in the next four years? Right. Who is their candidate? Right. Mitt, Romney. Mitt Romney. No, 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 they don't. Moderate Mitt. They don't like moderate Mitt. <laughs> he won the party. Oh, what's my man? Who's the one? I, I keep forgetting his name. The one that did the protest on the for the Electoral College, the main one. They keep talking. He lost the book deal. What's his name? Was it Harley? Yes, I feel like he is like Trump. the young guy. He's too, he too young, man. I, he I, I yeah, feel like he's, he's, yeah, he's not. He's he's not in. He ain't ready. He ain't they better ready. go get. They better go get Colin Powell or Condoleezza Rice. Right. But I, I, I think <laughs> the, the problem. The problem with the Republican Party though is that now they've got to do complete reframing and rebranding right. because right, right. you can't. You you already sold out to Trump. You can't now run back and try to claim his base. Right. And now, even if he doesn't run, he's still going to be the most powerful person in their room because right. if he right. if he's got seventy million, they say the person who got the most votes in American history, Joe Biden, second, right. Donald Trump, in a losing right. effort, right? right. right. So right. he's going to be able to sway people to go to the candidate of his choice, right? right. right. Even if right. he can't run, so it doesn't right. matter. You they've got to court him to some extent. Right. The, the problem that I see though is, and I, I just want to be real because y'all know I'm going to talk about racism. It's going to come. <laughs> The, the thing about it is, I feel like America's currency is racism. And for the longest time, what the Republican Party was trying to do 
was be racist, but be sanitized racist. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's not that we don't want Mexicans here. It's that you need to do it the, the right, right way. way. It's, it's not that we don't right. want black people protesting in the streets. It's that you need to protest the, the right, right way. way. Yeah, Donald right, Trump yeah. was like, no, you can go do what you want to do. Basically, he empowered all of the yeah. fringe elements yeah, of right. the party who really were motivating factors anyway. But right. he empowered them to now have a voice. Right. So now it's like they complain about Democrats moving further to the left. Right. But the Republican Party now is in a position where they're going to be forced to move further to the right, right. because Donald Trump is going to say, well, if you really were a man or if you really were about your principles, this is what you would do. Right. And I think the only thing that is really stopping them is now because of the insurrection, they've got to make a, a guess, a gamble as to which way they want to go with this. Because you can't right. you can't be the party waving American flags and all of that stuff, claiming to have a monopoly on patriotism. But you got people running up in the Capitol. You yeah. can't do that. So yeah, they Congress. have to separate from the Capitol, from, from the, um, the the rioters at the Capitol. Right. right. But the rioters at the Capitol make up some of that 70 million <laughs> supporting Trump. So yep. are you going to lose the people that you need who are your base? And then to go back to uh, Ephraim's question, one of the reasons why the Republican Party isn't going to go back and change everything is because those 70 million people pay pay dues as well. So they pay dues to that Republican Party. They're part yeah, of that yeah. party. Right. And you lose you telling 70 million people we don't need your money no more. It's not going to happen. Right? right. So I think Donald Trump still ends up being the most powerful person on that side of the aisle. I think they're going to do everything they can in their uh wisdom and 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 political power to try to make his voice as as marginalized as possible, but I don't think that you can go back and put that that monster in How y'all feel how y'all feel about the uh, how y'all feel about the, su the surprise pick with Don Jr. Wait, hold on. All right, hold on, hold on. Before you, before you continue on speaking the pick tonight, you need to pick. Don't do like that. <laughs> Don't Temple Christian Ministries at seven thirty. Hold on, guys. We'll be right back. Asking, you said the surprise pick, picking Don Jr. Yeah, mm. man, don't see it coming. He already in the. He's literally Trump Jr. Mm. I don't because you don't have to know policy anymore. You don't have to. You don't have to know it. Yeah, unless he gets charges, but you don't have to know anything anymore. You just have to be Trump's guy. To Jay's point, whoever he picks is going to be anointed the guy. 
you know, the, on, the only thing that's going to counteract this impact of Trumpism, and I hate to say it, but it's going to have to be a new Bush that comes out, man. It's got to be a new Bush. It's somebody that people like, you know, right, <laughs> that's right, the only way they're right. going to go back to where they were. I, I just right. think it's, Take it's the attention. Yeah, it's, it's over for them as far as how it used to be. Um, right. And I think this is a good opportunity for, you know, now we've got this new composition of Congress. So this is a good opportunity for the Democrats to try to enact all the things that they've been trying to get done and couldn't get done. So right. now the pendulum shifts. If stuff doesn't get right. done now, then the issue is why couldn't the Democratic Party win over the 10 percent votes that they need in order to get things done? When you've got the White House, you've got Congress, you've, you've got what you need. Right. right. And I, I think now we're going to get to see a real version of what the Democratic Party is all about, because historically, right. whenever the Democratic Party comes into power, there's infighting. Right. And when mm-hmm. infighting happens, nothing gets done. So people right. who are marginalized in, in the community still feel marginalized when it's all over because you don't get anything fight. done. Yeah. So I hope they're ready. I hope they're ready to destroy. They're already calling, they're already calling uh, Biden a racist. Mm. What he did? How you racist? <laughs> the right is calling him a racist because he's leading. His narrative is I'm going to focus on minorities. I'm going to focus oh. on women-owned businesses. I'm going to focus right. on the African-Americans. I'm going to focus on the disenfranchised. And so right. what they're saying is, oh, so you're saying that all of your attention is going to go to people based on the color of their skin? Okay. Well, I, based we on need to, it's kind of like, we'll, we'll take it. It's kind of like a flip in a sense. Like he's kind of doing what, uh, what should Donald be Trump done. Did. Well, no, Donald Trump focused on middle America. You know, he, he focused on those that had kind of been ignored for such a long time, you know, mm. on the narrative. Well, I'm just uh, the narratives, you know, about the things he said has brought them out, you know, and they focus like that's my man right there. That's my man. He's speaking my language. Yeah. No, he, that was manipulation, though. He made but them I'm, feel like I know, like but that's special. I'm, I'm he, just treated, he treated them like a cheap trick, right? <laughs> he made them feel who, special. Who, who was the trick? The black man? No, America. 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 Oh, so I feel like you know. uh Biden is 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 flipped the script. He's going to focus on those that have been ignored in the in the polls for so long and not talked about enough. You know, so yeah. I think that's his, his goal. I, I put it like this: you know, actions will come with that as well. Here's here's the way I see it. Um, I voted for. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. The primary reason I voted for President Obama the first time was because he was black. Right. I was like, look, we we got. We got somebody in office who I was like, he he seems kind of presidential. I didn't really need to see that much about him. I didn't need to. I was like, he he seemed presidential. He's not dumb. I was like, he's intellectual. I was like, he's poised. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm voting for him. Right. And then this was, I was normally a Republican back then. And and what I said was, man, he ain't do nothing for black people. I was like, the gay community got treated better than us. So I was like, I ain't vote for him next time. I wasn't getting into the weeds of the of what really was. And then I finally had a conversation, and the, the result of the conversation was you do realize that every bill that he he um, introduced got fought and kicked around and was like every a redhead. He was like, and, and it was like, you do realize that even though he was president, he only had Congress and he didn't have the Senate. I was like, you make a good point. Right. So I think this year, I mean, not that I'll say I'm going to say this first because some of you will be like, oh, look, my trust is in the Lord. 
Uh oh. My Uh-oh. trust right. is in the Lord. When they right. trust the Lord, something big coming. <laughs> yeah, I was say, however, Democrats have the ability to make America love or hate them in these next years. Absolutely. Because actions do speak louder than words. So there, there's some people on the other side of the aisle that, that may play ball just a little bit friendlier in the future because of what happens over the next four years. There may be some people who create partnerships that aren't just for show and tell and the smoking mirrors and the pony and dog shows, dog and pony shows. That, that, that has a real opportunity to happen because America's in a hurt and broken place right now. Right. right. We, th- there's some of us who used to be Republicans like me. I'm not a Democrat now, but I'm definitely not a Republican either. Um, who, who, who started to look at life and like, wait a minute, y'all been fooling me for the last 12 years. I've been supporting y'all. Right. And, and, and I've it's it's easy to do because being a black man in a in a multicultural neighborhood serving in the military, there's a lot of life you don't see that the rest of America lives every day. Right. Things didn't apply to me, and so because they didn't apply to me, I assumed that my skin color was um what's the word immune to to some of the things that people were saying was happening. I don't know how I didn't see it, but I didn't see it. Okay. But, but now there, but now the reality is Democrats, the Democratic Party has an opportunity to, to change the narrative. Yep. Oh, let, so. let me let me be clear about Biden though. Like, remember that of all the candidates that ran in the Democratic primary, Biden was the centrist, right? right. He's not there. The right, right is trying to paint him into being something that he is not right, either, either being way too left. Or um, other people saying now, other people saying that he's racist right. he, from our community saying he's racist. Everybody's trying to pay him into something he's not. He's always been in the center. He's right. center, and right. that's a large part of why he won. He was able right. to put together these coalitions. But yeah. unlike other administrations, Biden owes us, right? Like we we saved his yeah. name, and yeah. I think he's cognizant of that. Right. Yeah. If it were not for black people coming out in Philadelphia, Detroit, Atlanta, yeah. like right. he wouldn't be there. So I think because of that, he wants to make sure that he is, one, honoring that. And you see some of that with the composition of his uh, appointments. He wants to make sure that he's honoring that. And he also has this burden of having to restore faith in the American government. Right. Right. So what he what you hear him say in his conferences are, you know, when he appoints the Justice Department officials, this is not my Justice Department. It is the country's Justice Department. You got to change that up. Yeah. yeah, he's got to rebuild trust in the system with people who are already saying he stole an election. Right. right? Yeah. So you've got that. But we also see, you know, I'm, I'm going to counter Dwayne's point a little bit. Right. So on one hand, on the surface level, it looks like America is broken. Right. right. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, what I'm seeing is the voter suppression that Georgia used to have. Stacey right. Abrams done stomped that thing out. Right. Super, so now we start the, the, the people who've been marginalized this whole time in America are starting to have their voices heard and that's scaring people, right? Yeah. Because we know all the games that they played to try to keep our voices silenced. Right. So at this point, there's more people coming to the table who don't look like the traditional political candidate and they have to start catering to those communities in order to maintain the vote, right? right. So that's why I say th- these next four years are crucial. Really, the next two years yeah. are crucial because what are you going to do in your first 100 days 
to to reward essentially the people who put you in office and who have been coming to you with all of these concerns for our community, particularly, what are you going to do? So I'm I'm real real quick before you do that, um, AD, AD, I like to shout out. I like to shout out HBCs all over the place. We got Howard, vice president. Yes, sir. We got Spellman that created um, and registered 75,000 voters after the election. Right. And, and then and then we got um, Morehouse right. as the first black senator from from Georgia. Yes, Shout out to HBCs all over yeah. the bit. Yeah, please oh. let us get paid. So, so Halcino put said, she's so, still black. Halcino. Well, she's, half, she's half Indian. She's black and Indian. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So he is he is racist. If if center is cold for racist, so. Let me throw this out there. So my, my topic was, can you separate policy from politician or party, right? So let's just say he racist. He's not voting. He's not allowing anybody of us coming to the barbecue. You know, he he will be against any of us dating or, or, or marrying into his family. You know, he keeps us, you know, at a distance. I might, I have three black friends. What do you mean? I have three black friends. You know, that level kind of do. But he enacts policy that helps our community. You know, he does things yes. that are that that pushes us forward and not holds us back. Yet yeah. he may feel these things and his whole personal. Does that matter? It, it, it matters because I feel at some point it's going to slip into his policy. But once again, if you only got a choice, then go go with him because there's racist and then there's like extremely dangerous racist. All right. So let's say Trump. Let's say let's say Joe won't let me date his daughter. But he'll break me off uh, uh, opportunity to be the CEO. They got to have have thirty percent of American CEOs got to be black. All right, so thanks, Joe. I'll take it. But Trump not gonna let me date his daughter either, and he gonna send some people to my house, and he's gonna incite riots and keep my voice down. They're both racist. I mean, for example, I'm not saying they are, but they both. Let's say they're both racist. I'm gonna have to go with the lesser evil in that situation. All right. So like, yeah. You, you, I feel eventually, yes, your beliefs will creep into your policy. Um, but at this point, we talk about extremes. I'm just trying to raise my kids and get my daughters off to college. And if Joe say I can get college for free, well, I got like eight years to make that happen. So let's go with that racist. You know what I mean? So like, we, we you know, you got to vote your interest, I'm assuming. But I, I'll just say that it's just, just look at it this way. Both of them I said this, and I, you can go back in my page, read my comments. I said morally, they both are piss poor. That was my exact wordage. That was the verbiage I used. Donald Trump and Joe Biden both are piss poor morally. And I think I might have called them morally bankrupt, too. Those are my words. However, here's the difference. You get one president who... We already uttered, addressed that, Alcino. Who, who utters go something... Go back. <laughs> we, we, we get, no, we get one. We get one president. We get the president or one candidate who, um, it, it's not direct, but it's a little more direct than indirect. So it's somewhere in the middle. But he doesn't come out and say, "Go do this," and fifteen hundred people go tear up the Capitol just off of. Uh, What's the word? Not it's not a mention, um, a mere suggestion, maybe. That's the type of imagine if he would have said, This is 
outraged. I'm outraged. We need to go to the Capitol and stop this right now. How many Trump supporters do you think really would have been in D.C. that day? You think Joe, you think um, President Joe Biden has that type of power with his support base? So when you talk about the two, this is this is where I say the difference is. One is a whole lot more influential with his his support base than the other is. And that one being Trump. So Trump is the more dangerous person of the two. I don't yeah. care about politics. I don't, at this point, politics are that they're, they're a 1B or maybe even a 2. It's like, what can you actually do with your words, which is the 1A in, in, this, in this election for me? And Trump has shown time and time and time again that he doesn't care about the nation as a whole. He cares about securing the bag so to speak for himself and he's going to play to his support as often as it takes but did i push back on you a little bit with that though so trump's does have influence but biden has influence because he got his people to come out to vote see like i'm saying it looks like trump has more influence because he has more extremists that, you know, but that so but which one causes more danger is what i'm saying i'm one, not talking one, about one, one gave him the most powerful position in, in the world and Joe's and, number one and, man but see, when I when I talk about the influence, I'm not talking about the political influence. I'm talking about the influence to tear this country apart at the seams. He got that. Yeah, uh, got that, that's he what got I'm talking about. Okay. I'm talking about the ones who will look you in your face, spit in your face, and call you nigger support. That's the okay. support. I'm excuse my language. I'm just being raw for a second. That's the yeah. support I'm talking about. The ones yeah, who won't right. think twice about burning your house down, shooting your church up. Yeah, that support. The ones that want. He got the crazy. Think twice about putting cuffs on you and then shooting you while you're in cuffs with a badge on. Yeah. Ones that I'm talking about. So yeah. he got them. All right. I I dig that. Uh Pastor, like you want to share something and, and then Jay, you can jump in there as well. I was just uh listening. Y'all was making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I was silently praying. No, but really though, uh Jay, you said something. Uh, probably 10 minutes ago, I couldn't get in. Uh, what you said about Biden is true, but what you said about Biden also means that on day one, he's starting out day one in debt to black America. Yeah. yeah. And so how can you be effective if on day one, we're already screaming reparations for getting you in there? Right. Right. How can it be fair and balanced if he's going in in debt? Right. So so the question will be, who does he owe? He he owes America. And if we're going to be honest, we have to say, let's even the playing field. I don't. And I'll say what we've been saying. We don't need any favors. We just need fair and balanced uh, opportunity. Right. I don't, I, but you have to remember this. Joe Biden was not the influence that got him elected. Right? Mm -hmm. Joe Biden wasn't here in Georgia. Joe Biden didn't get himself elected in Georgia. Someone else got him elected in Georgia. Absolutely. Right. Right. So I don't believe that it was the influence of Joe Biden that got him elected. I just right. don't. Uh, how many people in America who look like us will say he would not have been my first choice to Dwayne's right. point? Right. Thank you. 
Let's, we make, let's start clearing that up. Yeah, we right. Yeah, we so it's definitely not his influence right. that won me over. Right. And, and to also to Dwayne's point, it is because right. I don't want who's sitting in the seat currently, right. and we don't have any other options. Right. Uh, but but what we can't do is put him in trouble the way Barack Obama was in trouble, right? Because so many people said he didn't do anything for Black America. Yes, he did. He showed us what was possible. Right. That's what he did. Dwayne, you said I didn't know anything about him. You know that. You know you missed him at the DNC. He was the featured speaker, and 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 when he spoke at the, the first time we ever heard his name, he opened his mouth and said something, and what he said resonated with everybody. Right. When he walked off that platform. Everybody was saying that's the future president. Right. Not black people. Everybody said it. Right. So he had an impact. And and then behind that, when remember this, that the, the the Republican Party right now is exactly where the Democratic Party was after eight years of Obama. They did not have a leader. They did not prepare. One of the one of the greatest challenges uh, that we have in in America as a people is. We don't know how to prepare for the next generation. Right. Right. That's the right. mistake. Right. We weren't ready for Obama to leave office. People were asking, is it possible to change the laws and get a third term? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what we would rather do than prepare the next generation, the next yeah. leader. Yeah. That's the problem. We're always playing catch up. Right. Always. We have to get out of the mindset of, of playing catch up. You know, think about your, and I want to get off track here, but think about your emotional mindset, right? right? What think about your business, Jay? When you when you went to school, right? You you had the you had the end in mind, but you had to count up the cost. It's going to cost us something to to get this done. With the way that we, the way that our success works. When you create a, or you want to be successful in something, there's there's two creations that happen. Anything that we do in this world, it gets created twice. Right. Everything we do gets created twice. What do you what do I mean? It's created in your mind, mentally, then it's manifested physically. Right. You create it in your mind, then you create it physically. It has to be done twice. If if Joe Biden comes in playing catch up, comes in feeling like he owes black America, there's no room for creativity. Right. Right. True. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I, I, I respect everything that you just said. So I want to <laughs> go back and make a couple different counterpoints. But right. <laughs> so, so the first thing is I want to congratulate uh Halcino and everybody who is commenting going, uh, because yeah. because I'm very curious as to when we didn't have a racist president. Right. <laughs> like, like we, we, Obama must have made y'all forget. Like most of the presidents we've had were racist. Some were outright slave owners, right? right. Like legit. So I, I think what we have to understand is to run for president in this country isn't something that the average person is able to do. You have to amass a certain amount of wealth, a certain amount of political capital, and yep. unfortunately, you need white support, right? Yep. <laughs> you just you just have to have it, right? So that's the first point. The second point is, I think that you may not necessarily be able to measure someone from looking at them as to their degree of race uh, racism, but you can look at their body of work. 
And right. I think when you're looking at people who have put in the work, you right. can't tell me Joe Biden hasn't put in work. Right? right. He has done everything. Now, does he does he did he do some things that were detrimental? Absolutely. Right. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. In, in the 2020 <laughs> right. lens. Can I say what he did in 1994 was detrimental? Sure. But in right. the 1994 lens, Joe Biden wasn't the only person pushing that crime bill. Black people again. were calling him every every week trying to get say that crime again. bill together. Right. Right. So it again. I, I can't I can't just put that on Joe. I have to put right. that on all of us and our right. level of understanding yeah. right. and what that crime bill would do. Right. Okay. Oh, I also know Joe Biden did the Violence Against Women's Act. And I, if you've ever worked with anybody who's dealing with domestic right. violence, they are right. appreciative for that act because right. it gave a lot of power. So I, I think you got to take the good with the bad in politics. But that aside, the reason why I emphasize kind of the, the black electorate and their support of Joe, I don't think any black person came out at the beginning of the Democratic primary and was like, Joe Biden, <laughs> that's, that's our guy. I don't think so. I think we all were divided and he's yeah. the guy who won the ticket, right? Yeah. Right. We, were, we weren't voting for Joe. I agree. We were voting against Trump. And this was a guy who was running against Trump. However, right. however, we yes, could have stayed home. Right? Yeah. We could have yeah. stayed home. We could have said, right. no, you know what? We don't have a dog in this fight. Y'all both racist. We right. could have stayed home. We didn't. We right. came out. We mobilized. Stacey right. Abrams put in the work. And there's a reason for that. The reason is because the people who are involved in politics and who have worked with Joe Biden in the past know that regardless of whether he's racist or not, he right. has always done stuff that put people in charge to put advisors right. around him who look right. like us, who are right. going to keep it real with him yeah, about right. what he needs to do. Now, whether there, he does, there, there, that's yeah. on him. Right. But the thing about it is a president is only as good as his advisors. How many yeah. of us was advising Trump? How many, people, how many of us right. was with Stephen Miller and them in the room? I, I called, right. but he didn't pick up. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so my whole thing is they show you who they care about based on the collective of advisors. Yeah. What I've seen from Joe Biden in this week alone is he's put Native Americans on the team. Absolutely. He put Latinos on the team. Women. He put white people on the team. He put right. women on the team. He put right. black people on the team. So yeah. it already tells me that his mindset is coalition building. I'm trying right. to get a spectrum of everybody. Does that mean that I'm going to do the things that black people want me to do? Right. It doesn't. Not necessarily. But does it mean that somebody black going to be in the room saying, Joe, I think you need to do X, Y, and Z and keep right. it real? Least Absolutely. And, right. and I think that's all you can really ask for. Right. At the end of the day, like I can't put Joe Biden in the shoes of a black man and say, well, we need this. Are we going to get reparations under Joe Biden? I seriously doubt it. But at the same we time, can can he make can he make things better so that right. our election process runs smoother and that right. our voice gets heard better? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Can he make it so that the the groundwork is laid so that we can get better employment opportunities, better access to capital? Right. Absolutely, right? Yeah. So I think that's the thing we have to we have to redefine kind of how we do things. Right. And the last thing I'll say is, I think what Halcino's point. I get I his frustration. About in the, right, I, I seen it going off. I, I get, I get how Periscope. I get how Cino's frustration because the frustration is if you if you work hard right. and you're a minority in this country, yeah. you just want an even playing field, and it seems right. like we always have to build coalition yes. to get an even playing field. Yes. Okay. That's the struggle of being 13% as opposed to being 60%, right? So you you have to build the coalition in America to make it get done if you right. need government to do it. Now, right. if you got independent wealth and you can do it yourself, go right. go be P. Diddy. You All can right. do it. All group right. economics. Yeah, All but right. but we, we have to. And to, to address how you know, bro, look. Um, <laughs> Talk to him, dude. No, nah, like like 
I agree with a lot of things you're saying, but what I also think is you're 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 making points like we agree with the alternative. Right. And, and, right. and that's and that's not true. Let, let me ask you this. You said our vice president put black men in jail. You name me one DA that don't put black men in jail. Every day. Every that's their job <laughs> to put people in jail. Now, yeah. if you want to argue that point, argue right. the lawmakers who made the laws that that but you can't you you can't you can't argue that point because no, I, I know I understand that Pat. I'm no I'm, no I want I want to say something that you're saying I want to support okay. where you're going and that is the DA prosecutes who gets arrested right it's numbers right, right. DA is not on the street putting not people in handcuffs right the your problem the is the job. right right so that and and so to your point this is why you know. Halcino is is one of the type. I love his heart. I love his passion, mm-hmm. but your your paradigm has to change, mm-hmm. Halcino. Right. You you got to change the way you see things because if we're going to be, uh, if we're going to effect change, we have to participate. We have to engage in the change. Yeah. We can't sit idly by and shout from the back, crucify him. Yeah, we'll be all we'll be on this right? platform all day doing that. Right. We have got to figure out how to become a part of the solution. And and if you haven't learned anything about this election season, because there has been a lot of education in this election season, because we've been trying to get rid of the issues that we have. And that is that you you cannot depend on the person in the White House. Right. Um, absolutely right. in your house you've right. got to deal as as jay was talking about the the call you have to have a local coalition you have to deal with your community you've got to do what the bible says you got to work on your section of the wall right there you go that's why that's why i say it wasn't joe biden's influence it was right. Stacey abrams working on her section of the wall right 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 and, and so, so it, it, it any time when anybody who got anybody phone was blowing up about getting text messages I mean, about voting, getting out and voting and all of that. Right. How many yeah. of you all got those text messages? Have you voted yet? All, Have you? Right. All and the minute you said, yes, I voted. What was the very next thing they asked you? Have you encouraged anyone else to vote? Oh, right. Yes. Immediately, find, immediately after finding out that you voted, have you encouraged anyone else to vote? And that's where we have to be on our level. So, we, can, can I ask, hold, on, hold on, before you ask him, I, I'm going to say when he said that, the, the, if you're not black, we addressed that and we didn't like it. And like we said again and again, listen, this isn't Roland Martin. Joe's feet's going to be held to the fire for everything he does from now, next four years. We talk about all kinds of things but the fact is he is in this position we're talking about we this is prayerful positive positioning conversation that he's put people in office that will make some kind of change we will see but talking backwards is not going to help us that's why we talk forward here we can sit here all day and complain about everything but my goal with these conversations are to have the conversations that a lot of people aren't having so that we can push some things forward all right, go ahead. I, I, I'm just curious. It's a personal question, but Casino tell me who he voted for. He got me curious now. <laughs> All right, well, if you, if you don't mind, drop drop that in there for how many? I'm just no, 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 no. How about we just ask? Did he vote? I, I don't care who he voted for. I think right. I think that's what happened. I don't know. I don't All think right. he did. 
We'll be right back. We're going to be right back while he just figures out one. So if you don't know, tonight at 8.30 will be the Sisters of Legacy. They're about to have an amazing conversation about a lot of a lot of topics that are, will be non-political, but about life. Um, so definitely check it out. We'll be sharing in the space. Um, it's easy. All you have to do is get on for Bible study, and it comes on right after. Right after. There you go. <laughs> but... Um, but so I don't I don't really want to turn this to the Halcino show, but I know Halcino's been shooting out a lot of comments of all my podcasts. Thank you, God. you haven't seen it. So I just we're gonna go, go take one. his Twitter away. <laughs> you guys no, no, I cannot ask a question. Can I ask a simple question? I, he said he did not vote. He did not vote. Go ahead. Okay. I knew you did. So so I, I feel what he's saying. However, this is this is what this is my suggestion, or this is my conundrum, right? You got to drive from D.C. to Florida. You got two options for a mechanic. You got to use one of them or your car going to sit still. You got one that that got a reputation of of making stuff look like it run and go. But overcharge the crap out of you. And you got one. That's a drunk that cheat people, but the car at least runs. Now they're both crooks. Neither of them, neither one of them is worth arguing over. Mm-hmm. However, you still got to get the point B. So do you not do you not go to a mechanic and try to do it yourself? Do you go to a mechanic, and get it fixed? Or do you do you choose which mechanic works best for you in the situation? Look, nobody's saying that Trump or Biden is the answer. Nobody's saying that there was a best choice or there wasn't better choices. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying we don't understand that the system is set up to keep us um, bamboozled, hoodwinked, and everything else you might want to say. The problem is you have a situation that regardless of whether you do something or not, it's going to affect where you live and how you live. Let me, let me, let me, let me insert something real quick. Alcina, we love you, man. We appreciate you, brother. Yes, indeed. You're welcome here every single day. Oh, that's my boy for real. Your passion is real and we appreciate yes. it. Yes, but indeed. if you notice, if you notice, you're the only person commenting now. And, right. and we have come completely away from what we were talking about. And now we are only responding to you. Yes. Which means we will lose everybody. Right. Right. right? That's, that's this, my is, point. this is the definition of distraction. Because <laughs> <laughs> each one of us was trying to make our point, which you just. It, so, it, it, 
and we, we love you. It. We welcome your comments, but I'm right now. I'm I'm about ready. I'm, this is this is my formal rebuke. Of, 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 you know. Okay, yes, indeed. <laughs> no, I, I, I got a suggestion. I got a suggestion. Let's have him on for a freestyle Friday. Right, let's do that. We're, let's we're, bring, we're, him we're, bring him we're, on. Bring him on. Anything, anything but this right here. Yes. Yeah, right. we'll have him on. Um, he gets to say what he needs. Yes, we we went. So, yeah, you're right, Sam. We went way. We went right down the rabbit hole. Yeah. I was trying. Yeah. I was trying to keep everybody, but unfortunately, with everybody comment, you constantly see it. And and listen, and like Pastor said, we do appreciate you. You come on, in love. you share, in love, right? In love. And and when you first started, when you first came on, I was like, is this troll? But he was actually, um, he <laughs> said, slow down, good. <laughs> He's um, so. It's this what me This is our conversation. This is what we do. This is what we do. Yeah, this this is what we do. Yeah, you know, you got a bunch of fiery brothers out here. This is what we do. However, there's a limit. We went past five minutes ago. Yes, indeed. So we gonna get out of here because we are overtime. So let me say one thing because my cousin put something out there. She was talking about. you know what she said. Mimosa Blitz. She was she was saying some great stuff. <laughs> yeah, she what? asked. Uh, what did she ask? It was about weapons. Yes, she said, "Yo, cuz thinking further on mindset, our people are not running out and buying guns for what's coming. Should we be getting prepared?" And and the reality is, right now there is a threat on all fifty state capitals. Right. Now. Right. Right. Now, when you tell me there's a threat on all fifty state capitals, I say. I'll be at home. I won't be at the state capitol. Right. 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 Uh, however, right. I, I never lose sight of the the fact that there are wannabes out there right. who will try to stir up trouble at the Walmart, at the Publix, at the Kroger, you know, at the Dollar Tree. There are people out there that at church that will that will try to bait you, right. and and they'll have uh, a a a group of people on standby around right. the corner. Right. So my point is, this is not the time for public arguments. Right. This is not the time for calling out Karen at, right. at Starbucks. Right. This is not that season. This yes. is not that season. Uh, I don't have to go out and buy guns because I already own guns. Right. Uh, but but here's the thing. What ready, people man, have to ready. remember, this is, and, and, and the reality is, you can go buy a gun, but what good is a gun without ammunition? Right. I heard Jay say that the currency of America is racism. Well, guess what? If a civil war breaks out, the only currency that's going to work in America is ammunition. Right. And, and if you don't, and at some point you're going to run out of bullets. If you don't have enough bullets, please hold your peace, stay in right. your house and hunker down. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to scare anybody or anything like that. But when you ask a question like that, uh, and I appreciate the question, fam. Uh, we have to consider that the best thing for us is to cover our homes. That's what we have to do because right. they're talking about acting crazy at the state capitol. Right. Can I give you some perspective on what you just said, real quick? Yes, you said you said if something pops off, ammunition is going to be the currency. Well, as a former military friend, um, guy and having several friends who love to shoot and buy new guns, um. A lot of friends that don't look like me know how to make bullets. <laughs> you know, we they used to police up the brass after we shoot fifteen hundred rounds and take them back home and, and have fifteen hundred new bullets when they got back. So, and 
look, if you don't know how to create your own stuff, might be a nice time to, to learn. Just saying. All right. All right, gentlemen. So appreciate you guys. Um, Jay and Ephraim. Yes. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, any closing remarks? Uh, my, my two uh, family guests. Um, if you don't change, you always stay the same. Right. That's all I got. Mark, I just want to echo everything that Pastor and, and Dwayne have said. I feel like we're at a position at this point where a lot of changes, a lot of dynamic changes are happening in our country, but it's nothing to be afraid of. This this is essentially right. what we have always been waiting for, an opportunity right. to be at the table and have our voices heard and to be right. respected. Right. So step into it with glory. Continue to give all honor and praise to whoever it is that you worship. In my right. case, Jesus. And um, I, I can neither confirm nor deny gun ownership, but I'll just say if somebody goes <laughs> up in this house, you know, we, know, we, we know what's going to happen, right? So hey, You're going to um, introduce him to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to arrange the meeting. You're going to arrange the meeting, right. Um, so anyways, y'all take care of yourself yes, uh, and, and keep watching the news, keep making the memes, tag me right. on these memes because they're hilarious. Right. Yes, indeed. They're going hard. Hard. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, my people, I appreciate you guys again. Um, as always, we love you, but God loves you more. Stay safe, continue to wear your mask, um, and, and just stay out of trouble. And just be vigilant. Be aware of your surroundings. You know, we always talk about safety. As men, if you you got your family, you out, you know, know where the exit's at, you know, know how to get out of here if something goes down. Just be be aware. Be aware. Don't Don't, this is not a time to relax nor sleep, you know, but be aware of what's going on. All right. All right, guys. Can you do me a favor, AD? Can you do me a favor and put the link for Bible study in the comments? Okay. And in honor of Halcino, I'm not going to wear my mask to the mailbox today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to the mailbox without wearing them, Halcino. All right. Oh, you talking about for for everybody else, the, the link to. To get to Solomon's Temple, yeah, to get, yeah, that's what my cousin was asking. She was asking. Oh, okay. Me, I, I didn't even look. Uh, oh, yeah. Get, put both of them. Put, put the link in Bible study in there. And put the link in there for Sisters of Legacy. Yeah, I'll reply to her. I'll take care of that. Okay. All right. Thank see, you. See you guys tomorrow. 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 <laughs> I didn't want to catch Good that morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Absolutely.